I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my name is Dave Hughes, and like everyone else, I've got problems. One of my biggest problems is I'm not a winner. Yes, you might be surprised by that, but I have never won any awards of note. Australian of the Year this year, who won it? Two guys who went cave diving in Thailand. <laughs> I've been snorkeling in Bali five times. <laughs> I never won a bloody Australian of the Year for it. Here's another example, the Logies. I've opened the Logies the last four years in a row. I have handed out 15 Logies over my career. Never won one myself. I'm giving them the guys who are bloody, you know, hang out at Bondo perving on chicks. <laughs> I've given them the dudes who had trouble finding a girlfriend so they had to go on a TV show. <laughs> I've given gold logies to my best friends and you know what? It's broken my heart. Because I want a gold logie. I need help. That's one of my problems. We're going to hopefully solve that later, but so many people have got problems. Let's start the show. Solutions, but I couldn't do it without my wonderful team of problem solvers. So put your hands together again for the amazing Susie Yusa! <laughs> the wonderful Ars Barker! <laughs> the magnificent Kate McLennan! <laughs> and Akmal Saleh! Arj, you are all the way from America, so how do you feel about being on this show? Well, I, I heard there's some problems happening, so I'm here. Ready to help. <laughs> And it's a long ways, but, you know, people need help. Right. <laughs> Let's do it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, Kate, yeah. how are you feeling? I've got heaps of problems. Yeah. Um, and I'm very good at dishing out, like, advice to people. Yeah, so yeah. I'd rather solve someone else's problem than my own. Yeah, so and you know I think what? this is going to be the perfect format. And this is solicited advice, this is, which is a big mm. word for me. Yeah. So, um, yes. Uh, here we go. Right, they're real problems from real people, so let's uh, take it seriously. Here we go. This problem is from Harvey in Port Adelaide. My wife and I recently bought our dream family home, but since we've moved in, we've been having major problems with the next-door neighbours. They're definitely part of a bikey gang and we believe they're dealing drugs out of the house. There's noise at all hours and my wife and I are constantly terrified for the kids. Our dream home has turned into a nightmare. What should we do? So you're living next door to drug dealers, so... A drug dealer living next door to you, to some, is a problem. To others, it's convenience. <laughs> Depends on your lifestyle. Yeah. So, Arj, have you ever... How close have you lived to your drug dealer? Just down the hall. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, the only drug I was ever involved in was marijuana. Yes, and it and is legal uh, in California right now. I learned now. my lesson. Once in a while is OK. And, uh, yeah. You've what, given well, I up. forgot the question. <laughs> Has anyone here ever confronted a neighbour? Anyone ever gone, no, I've had enough. I've had I've enough. I've written a letter to a neighbour. Really? Like, real passive-aggressive kind of stuff. That's yeah. what I've done. And then I heard them reading the letter out 
through the wall. Because wow. I was complaining about the noise that they were making through the wall. Yeah. And then I could hear them reading the letter out through <laughs> the wall. Like, and she was like, dear neighbour, and mocking me as well. Should have sent him another letter. Can you keep that reading down? <laughs> Drug dealers, like not all bike, not all bikies are, are drug dealers. No, are we're that's not, not. No, they're not. That's, that's a stereotype, and you yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, yeah some sell weapons. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a solution for them, I believe, and this is we're, we're here to, to come up with solutions. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, right. This is possibly will scare off any uh, anyone here who goes next door to try to buy drugs. So what about that? So, <laughs> how about that? Can you see that, guys? How do you feel they would go yeah. with that? There. It's terrifying. Well, it looks like I've already taken the drugs. <laughs> Are you, are you threatening to take down your pants? Or... <laughs> I actually look pretty good there, don't I? Is cardboard cutout smaller than what you are in real life? Well, let's have a look now. We can do that by the magic of television. Uh, yeah, it is. It is smaller. It's smaller. Yeah. Is, is, is that your body? I feel like I wish it was. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that body could really do some damage, to be honest, so... Well, those uh, corners are very sharp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever, that's... There's the solution. There's the solution right there. All right, let's move on. Our next problem comes in via video. Hello, Fusey. My name is Jessie and I'm from Queensland and I have a problem. I, my problem is I believe my dog, Quaid, and I are soulmates. My friends and family think I'm crazy, but I genuinely love him and I want to marry him. I saw a girl in the UK do it, so I thought, why can't I do it here? What do you think, Fusey? Should I marry Quaid? No, no, I don't want, I don't want that sort of reaction. <laughs> she wants to marry Quaid. He's very... He, they're in, mm. Well, she's in love with him. The biggest problem I see is the discrepancy between dog years and human years. I mean, mm. it's mm. fine now, but what happens in, you know, six or seven years when the dog's like 85 and yeah. she's still in her 30s? <laughs> and then everyone's going to be judging, like, oh, look at that yeah. dog! Look at that! <laughs> She's in, she's in her 30s. That's right. You know, you know, he's only with her for the treats. <laughs> just like to be a disaster. Um, yes. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think the problem is that this situation is a bit fucked. <laughs> Come on. Her problem is it not that she can't marry her dog, it's that she wants to marry her dog. Does the dog want to marry her? <laughs> I, my issue is with consent. <laughs> has the dog proposed... Has Quaid got down on it one knee? Has he pulled a ring out of, I don't know, where? <laughs> and proposed? Because he doesn't... Unless he's... If he's willing, but I can go for it. Wouldn't it be great to, like, uh, if, you know, if in a few years' time you get bored with your husband, you can just have him put down. <laughs> I can see married men in the audience clapping that. So, you know what we need to do, guys, and this is serious, we're going to talk to a woman called Robin who's a wedding celebrant. Uh, she does human weddings, but she also does animal weddings. So we're going to call her right now. Uh, here we go. This is Robin. Latest technology. It is. Yeah. So it really works. Hello, Robin speaking. Hello, Robin. It's uh, Husey from Husey. We have a problem. Have you heard of my television show? Have I heard? I'm glued to it every week, Husey. How are you? I'm really good and I'm happy to hear that. Can you tell your friends? Let's get some more viewers. Uh, <laughs> now, we believe, and I've got a photo here, that you actually married two dogs. Is that right? So the dogs got married? Correct. A female dog and a male dog. It yeah. wasn't the same... Next one, well, yeah, but it was, well, yes. Yeah, but we don't discriminate, do we? Yeah, where, where was that plebiscite? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Robert, what do you think? Would you marry? Uh, would you marry these two, uh, uh, Jessie, who's a woman, and her dog Quay? Would you marry them? And just be honest here. We're not here. Jessie doesn't want you to lie to her. Would you marry those two or not? In a non-legal ceremony where it was just fun and all done tastefully, yes, that would not be a problem. Now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. The crowd don't know how to react right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, uh, Robin. We, um, we may talk to you and maybe in an upcoming episode of Here's Do We Have a Problem, that wedding may happen because apparently weddings that happen on TV that aren't real rate really well. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Robin. Give it up for Robin! full of problems. Celebrities even get problems. We're going to prove that right now as we welcome to the stage six-time Grand Slam winning wheelchair tennis star, also all-round great guy. Give it up for Dylan Alcott! Okay, um, can I just start? I've got a problem. Husey, I've won seven Grand Slams, not six. Seven! But... Very hard to keep up. I've just got a sack of researcher, Club Black. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you won the Australian, the Australian Open this year, your seventh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, five yeah, right. in a row, which is cool. Five in a row, but who's counting? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Dylan, you are not only a sports star, you are also now entering TV and radio. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm on the Hit Network, doing some TV stuff. You're doing a great job. On the, you're on the Hit Network, which is the same network I'm on, guys. <laughs> hey, mate, what's your problem today, though? You've come here because you've got a problem. I've had a problem that's been going on for about five years that I need a bit of help with. And my problem is that people often, very often, mistake me for Paralympic champion Kurt Fernley. Yeah, legend. And I don't know whether or when to correct people because I just go along with it because I feel bad for the people. And it happens, like, probably three to four times a week. It's happening quite a bit at the moment. Yeah, he's a marathon champion, no doubt about that, has been for a long time. He also was nominated... He almost won Australian of the Year this year. Wow. I mean, he deserved his nomination, don't get me wrong. I mean, I would have liked one as well, but... Uh, <laughs> you just missed out, I heard. I just missed out, so, yeah. yeah so. It happened about five years ago for the first time. I went to a sporting event and I don't, I'd won a gold medal at this point in wheelchair basketball, and the security guard said, Oh my god, mate! Like you're my kid's hero, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Can we get a photo? Talk to me for five minutes." And then as I rolled off, he goes, "Oh, thanks, Kurt." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> and then it happens so often, and and I feel bad for people because I don't correct them because they feel horrible straight away. Yeah. People come up to me and go, "What was it like to crawl the Dakota track?" Yeah. Because Kurt did that, amazing. And I say, "It was really hard." <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, "Do you want a beer?" And I go. I love one. <laughs> and then I get in a chat with them and I'm like, oh, I'm too deep now. Yeah. And then they walk off and their mate goes, no, that's the tennis player, Dylan. And they come back and they're, like, in tears. They feel so bad for mistaking us. So I don't know whether to tell them straight away. Do I pretend? I don't think we look alike. We're both in wheelchairs. Correct. We've both got beards. Correct. That, I think that is the end of the similarities. But it happens so much. To the point where mm. I was at the airport yesterday and someone came up and they combine us now. So they said, g'day, Kurt. Well done at the Australian Open. <laughs> so I, so they, they know that I play tennis, but they still say, so they think Kurt does everything. And so, <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know what? I'd love to find out what he thinks about it. So why don't we welcome to the stage Kurt Fernley! <laughs> yeah. 
So, well, here we Look go. Look at everyone going, oh, yeah, they look Kurt, you are a legend. You nearly won Australian of the Year. Let's just get that out. I've, I complained about not being nominated at the start of the show, but the, the cave divers from Thailand won. <laughs> so you were you were the favourite for Australian of the Year, weren't you? Yeah, I'm the only favourite of Australian of the Year never to win Australian. Oh. <laughs> You're at a dollar eighty. No, that's okay. I'm already doing my diving course. <laughs> Complain about not winning stuff, but you like in, you've won a number of marathons. You got gold medals, but you've come. You've had some some disappointing moments in marathons, haven't you? Yeah, the last eighteen months of my real international career, I came second to one guy over about nine straight marathons. Yeah, and thank goodness Switzerland isn't in the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> <laughs> but how close though with, with that guy? The like furthest in... the loss, the furthest away I was was two meters. The closest was about an inch. Was an it inch. It was a tire width. And, and I was leading until the final metre. Oh, and then you lost by an inch and 42 kilometres. One need, inch. You need bigger tyres. <laughs> so I never, I never claim I'm here when he loses. I was just like... Exactly. So I don't know whether you heard, but I just won the Australian Open. Yeah. <laughs> there, is just, there is a similarity. I mean, do you, do you get it as well, Kurt? Do you, have you, now that his guy's starting to become famous, are you getting a little bit of Dylan or...? I get like daily. <laughs> if I go down to Melbourne, I feel really good about myself. Even the other day I was down there and these beautiful ladies come up. They're, they're, you're married, they're, aren't you? I am, yeah. And Dylan is very... You're single at the moment, aren't you? I am, is he? Well, I was mm -hmm. going to introduce him to these 85-year-old beautiful ladies. <laughs> That's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> and I'm sitting down and they come across, the entire table come across. We love you, we love you. Do you mind if we all get a photo? And all of them got the photo. And then as they're walking away, they go, keep up the tennis. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, that was so lovely, I went, OK. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's a 10-year age gap, though. So, uh, Dylan, do you feel that the man, he's obviously holding his looks really well. Oh, he yeah. must work out, that guy. Yeah. Either I'm looking miserable or Kurt is very youthful. I think it's a bit of both. Definitely. But, yeah, I'm 28, Kurt's um, 38, so... My, mm. my wife actually tells me, she's like, it's because he does, he does all the stuff that you do, but... A little better. <laughs> I guess, you know, an inch can make a big difference. <laughs> it's not the size! It's not the size! All right, guys, I've got, we've got presents for you. Hopefully, if you wear these around, you will never have to have this issue again. No, that's for you, buddy. That's that's Should for we you, just yes. swap just to mess with people? No, again. no, just spread out. <laughs> Don't call me. Don't yeah. call me Kurt. Don't call me Dylan. <laughs> Give it up for two legends of Australia! Please do. See them around. Book them for corporate gigs that make you a fortune. Why wouldn't they be? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Hizzy. We have a problem where we show problems at the door. So, uh, great. You've all done great work tonight, but we need to help you guys. Arj, what can we help you with? Well, 
uh, all right. Uh, well, you know, I love being a comedian. I have a great fan base. Yeah. Best fan base I could ever hope for. They come to my shows. Yeah. Hundreds, occasionally a couple thousand. Yeah. No problems there. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy as could be. Hmm. But I launched a YouTube channel with my buddy Gatesy from Tripod yep. about two years ago. Yep. It's a DIY channel, but it's called Do It Myself. So we said, instead of do it yourself, we said, do it myself. Right. We said, what's not to love about this? And we put out the latest episode, uh, a, a sweeping, how to sweep effectively, and uh, <laughs> fuck all subscribers. I can't believe that a sweeping video hasn't gone viral. So let's actually have a look at the start of your sweeping let's video. Have, let's have, have a look. look. We can we have a look at the start of the sweeping video? Let's yeah. have a look at that. I'm gonna do it myself, and I don't want no fucking help. Look at all this crap everywhere. It's gonna take like two hours to sweep this shit. Unless you know how to sweep like the pros, and that's what I'm gonna show you today on Do It Myself. How many views so far? <laughs> Even they haven't got the energy to clap for that. <laughs> that's the problem. How many views? How many views have you got on that oh, video? Well, you know, actually, that video is doing pretty well. We got around 500 views on it and yeah. uh, eight comments. So, you know, we're pretty happy. <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's not a huge problem because we love making these and they're there when anyone wants to watch them. And, you know, we're not that worried about it. But if you guys want to get on board, we could double our subscribers just, just with this group right here. <laughs> Barry Dubois from the living room is uh, the resident expert in this uh, area. Barry the Barry Dubois? The Barry Dubois. <laughs> From the living room? From the living room. Which Never is heard of him. <laughs> anyway, Barry Dubois, he's, he's, he's sent you a video. This is for you. That's incredible. G'day, Shusie, Arch, panel there. Hey, Listen, I love watching YouTube, particularly about DIY. And I spent three hours watching your videos last night, Arch, and, well, thanks for that. I'm never going to get that time back, am I? <laughs> when it comes to DIY, mate, you make a fantastic comedian. And my um, advice is stick to that. <laughs> well, Competition. You know, that, He's that, threatened that, by you. Mm. That's what's going on there. That doesn't really hurt my feelings coming from a liar. Because <laughs> my videos only add up to like 24 minutes total. So. <laughs> He spent three hours watching it. He had watched each no. one four and a half times. So. I think he's implying that it felt like three hours. <laughs> no. Well, I think what we've worked out here is that you you just keep at it. I'm just going to keep at it because it's fun. And it make, you know makes it feel good to put that out there, and we're doing a positive thing. You know, I'm not going to be ashamed from it. <laughs> Come on, give it up. For... Akmal, how can we help you? Yes. Um, as why why I haven't seen anything. <laughs> No, so the issue is I'm learning a lot of uh, information that I think is vital to humanity. And when I share my newfound knowledge, people think I'm insane. Yep. Or they just walk away. When I tell them, say, that Queen is a lizard, <laughs> they don't take me seriously. So conspiracy... And are you being fed conspiracy theories in that All the area? time. All the, they come to my house and talk about how the government is trying to stuff them up personally. And this one I'm not buying. I'm buy I buy some of them. Like, the Queen, obviously, yeah. is a lizard. And, uh, Look at Arge perk up, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He, I he love a conspiracy theory. No, I know a little bit about it. He knows a little <laughs> bit about it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they say... They come to my house and they tell me the government is flying planes and they're dropping chemicals to numb our brains so we don't rise up against the government. And they always tell you this as they're rolling the biggest joints. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, you're having trouble rising up off the couch. <laughs> you're not going to rise up. What about anyone. the biggest conspiracy theory, well, which the, is the, the moon landing? The moon landing didn't happen, of course. Because so you genuinely believe the moon I, landing? I absolutely happened. believe that. We're, why haven't we been back, huh? Answer. No, look, no one's answering. I know that astronauts are very angry about. People like you yeah, because... who be believe the moon landing didn't happen. So we're going to help you tonight on this show. Yeah. By, look, Buzz Aldrin, who was, who was second... Buzz, do you don't trust anyone called Buzz? He was second man <laughs> on the moon. Them. Let's have a look at how Buzz Aldrin deals yeah. with people who try to question what he did. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. Oh. That's how Buzz Aldrin would deal with you. Oh, yeah, because he's got a lot to hide. If you've got something to hide, you punch people. <laughs> if you don't have anything to hide, you can have a proper argument. Uh, by the way, I need to ask you, because I know you love yeah. conspiracy theories. Do you believe that man walked on the moon? I can't say I know 100%. I lean towards thinking that we did, but there's also some interesting points to be made against that. Well, for one, give one example. Well, I'm not an expert, but there's various, there are some strange things the, the, like... The, the flag flapping, there's no air on the moon, huh? Huh? I haven't he, he was asking me. <laughs> I think, I think your problem might be manners. <laughs> Get fucked, they're not. Now, actually, we're not mucking around. This is not a skit. There's only 12 people have ever walked on the moon, all right? Only four of them are still alive, apparently. Four of them still alive. One of them's name is Charlie Duke. Oh, Charlie, yeah. Charlie Duke. <laughs> Big drug taker. He no, he's ice. not, mate. <laughs> Charlie Duke has a message for you, Arkmal. Okay. This is an actual message. Listen. I'm listening. Hi, Arkmal. <clears throat> this is astronaut uh, Charlie Duke from Apollo 16. Uh, was the uh, tenth man on the moon. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Manners. I hear you have uh, several friends that uh, don't think we ever went to the moon. We went to the moon nine times and had six landings on the moon. <clears throat> now, if we faked it, why did we fake it nine times? Uh, it's obvious uh, that we went to the moon. We were in a race with the Russians, and <clears throat> we did it. They tracked us, and they never said that we didn't do it. In fact, they congratulated us. So uh, go enjoy a beer and, uh, and celebrate with your friends. Uh, hope you have a great day. God bless. Well, that's very convincing. Uh, what about you? Will you? Do you now believe we probably walked on the moon? Well, that's not evidence. That's just a guy that's saying that they <laughs> To be fair, but I, I will say that uh, I think I think it's mostly likely likely that we did. But um, ultimately, until I walk on the moon, you know, he'd say we walked on the moon. Well, fucking, I didn't walk on the moon. <laughs> I think the take-home message from all of this is that. Marijuana in the wrong hands <laughs> can be a problem. But in the right hands, it can send you to the moon. <laughs> all right, give it up. I think we've done all we can then. Thank you, Sharon. problems in a calculator in a math exam. Now, it's time for Hughes's problem of the week. Uh, I talked about in the opening, uh, earlier on we had, uh, 
We had on uh, Kurt Fernley, who was nominated for Australian of the Year. I said I wasn't nominated. I can deal with that. But yeah. it's the Logies which I'm really angry about, guys. Is, has anyone here ever been nominated for a Logie? I was nominated for a Logie twice. Yep. And I was suspicious because they take you in. I don't know if you've been to the ceremony. It's huge, right? Yeah, I have, mate. And they sat me. <laughs> Mate, I hosted the last... How did you get a ticket? Mate, I hosted the last four years, so... Thanks for the, thanks well, for the support I, of a comedy brother right there. Aren't you? Why did and you I, get nominated for Logie for? I've been twice. I'm still... I'm really angry about that. You what? haven't been nominated? No. What nah, have you been nominated for? that's because I'm funny. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding! Don't laugh at that! So no, but I didn't win, problem. so that's OK. What I did didn't... you get nominated for? I don't believe My, my got... DVDs, twice, right? But for I... the Logies, mate. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> Arias. I meant, I meant Arias. <laughs> Boy, that, that, that made no sense at all. I'm sorry, but I was going to say that you know that you didn't win because they sit you right at the back and there's a thousand people. And I thought, how, if I win, how am I going to walk all the way? <laughs> Wait a minute. I swear to God, win. backstage, Dylan and Kurt were talking about when they get nominated for awards and if there's no ramp, they know they haven't won. That's so. right. <laughs> That's true, they actually said that. All right, uh, Logies, uh, honestly, who has ever voted for me to win a Logie in this audience? What? Two. <laughs> you turn up here, you get free tickets, I'm sure you get crackers. <laughs> get home and bloody vote! <laughs> I need advice, guys, on what to do here. So I've gone to some past winners to see if they can uh, inspire, you know, me to get me across the line for a gold Logie. So I think we're starting off here with Rove. Let's see how it goes. Hey, Hughes, it's Rove. Um, I hear you're hoping to get a gold Logie, and all I can tell you is to win a gold Logie, you have to have it. And I, I don't think you have it. I have it. I've had it on three different occasions. But for you, I think, I think it's going to be a struggle. Um, maybe you should check with someone like Carrie. Carrie's got heaps of it. Hi, Husey. Carrie here. I've always said there should be a best comedian on TV category at the Logies. It's crazy they don't have that category. I mean, you wouldn't win it, but they should definitely have that category. You know I love you, mate. But you got no chance for gold. Husey! How's it going, mate? Sammy Johnson here. Oh, look at that. That's lovely. Look, I heard about what you were going to do, mate. And, well, don't do it. All right, everyone's talking about it. They're laughing behind your back. I mean, even Grant thinks it's funny. Husey, my friend, you want to win a gold Logie? <laughs> no. Everybody in this country knows the only way to win a gold Logie is to have your show cancelled. And you're still on air, so sucked in. So I get the show cancelled and uh, we win. So, yeah, we a chance. Well, we're working on it. Give us a <laughs> so We need to hear from someone who knows all about elections, all about getting votes, all about possibly becoming the Prime Minister of this country. Can we welcome to the stage Bill Shorten? <laughs> Bill. Bill, that's, that's, a, that's a, you know, politicians don't always get big applauses. That was pretty good, mate. But yeah, you had a little man telling him to clap, though. Bill, like, yeah. <laughs> Thank that's... you, anyway. So, Bill, you're a reasonable chance to become Prime Minister really soon, so I'm going to be really nice to you. Um, <laughs> what has been the secret of your long-term success? Hmm. <laughs> well, I actually did lose the last election. Yeah, I know, but you didn't lose about that much, did you? No. At least you were having a go. <laughs> 
You should have him. Yeah, and when you become... You have done, which shows you might be onto something. Sure. Here. What's that? You've surrounded yourself with women That's true. who are much better than you. <laughs> so, well, so what do you do to try to get people to vote for you? Okay. First of all, what's your policy? Why should people vote for you? Because I. Why? Uh... <laughs> Because I, what I'm, this show, we're solving people. I'm just, say, just say, if I win a Logie, I'm going to turn back the votes. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Wow, that didn't go well at all. <laughs> Wrong party. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> I get you confused with Tony Abbott all the time. <laughs> this is a big deal because it's great that Bill, that you can give him advice because if he wins that bloody gold Logie, you got that thing for a lifetime. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Prime Minister lasts, what, two or three weeks these days? <laughs> Advice, the next thing you need to have is know your competition. Right. So yeah. I do know them. They're okay. assholes. Uh, <laughs> like That's Grant. my view too. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I mean, I got to know Tony Abbott. Yes. And then he's gone. Well, not Speaking yet. Speaking of assholes. <laughs> and then there was Malcolm. Yep. And now the current guy. You've got other competition. I've got well, there's Peter Dutton. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Scary. Okay. Um, <laughs> he thought he was going to win, didn't he? Did you do ring him after and go, good no, one, mate? I didn't ring him. <laughs> he just grabbed the government and blew it up. But anyway. <laughs> uh, we've done policies, we've done people. Well, oh, we've yeah. Barely yeah, yeah. Done policies, You've got though. to ask people to vote for you. Well, I have been. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. So, what I need, I believe, and what I, I'm hoping that you can do for me, and because you, uh, you're a good guy, in your busy schedule, you're hoping to be Prime Minister very soon, could you do an ad? for me that I can put on my uh, socials and possibly on TV, asking Australia to vote for me for Gold Logie. Would you do that? Yes. I'm and right. would you possibly do it during the ad break so that I can play it <laughs> <laughs> on this TV show when we come back? Yeah, you've got a deal. The Australian taxpayer does not need to pay for your Logie campaign. No, no, I want to clear that. No, 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 no. No, no, no taxpayer funds will be used in this ad. OK. <laughs> All right, people, can we give it up for the possible future Prime Minister, Bill Scott? When we come back, he's going to do a campaign video for me. All right, don't go anywhere. Hi there, Sandra Sully here, and we've got some great podcasts here at Ken Speaks. So grab your headphones and listen up. There's Hammer at Home, a lifestyle and design podcast with Barry Dubois. Starstruck with Angela Bishop for some great celebrity interviews. Now, don't forget my show, Short Black, where I am proud to be able to tell the stories of some amazing women. Look for all these shows on the ACAST app or wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Welcome back to Easy Marathon. We're about to see the campaign ad Bill Short and his team have done to see whether I win a gold logie or not. I can't wait for that. But before, we've got to do yes or no. So many problems, so little time. We need quick responses. Go with the gut here. Here we go. George writes, my girlfriend of six months is going out to dinner with her ex. Should I be worried, yes or no? Yes. yes. That's a no. Don't be worried. No, no, I mean, if you, if you trust her, <laughs> people are allowed to be friends with their ex. They are going to have sex with each other. <laughs> All right, Herb wants to know, my neighbour invites me over for a cup or at least three times a week. I don't want to go. Is it OK to just keep brushing her off, yes or no? No. Oh, Put yeah. some love into your life, Herb, you no. miserable prick. Yeah. <laughs> you're allowed 
have to have boundaries. You don't want to go over there, you shouldn't go over there. No. Yeah, yeah. Geraldine has emailed, my fiance is pressuring me to try water skiing. I'm 48 years old, so am I. Uh, should I, I've never tried. Should I try such a dangerous sport at my age, yes or no? Yes! Go yes. for it, what could go wrong? If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, just don't do you it. You can't have that answer to every question. <laughs> Shaz writes, my daughter has... A, have an opinion. Get off the fence, mate. My daughter has a pony and I'm sick of paying the maintenance. No! <laughs> I'm sick of this shit! That pony can go to hell! Sick of the pony. Sell the pony. Yeah, we've got that. We're all going with that. Sell, Sell yeah. the pony. Carmela has eaten. My mother-in-law is pressuring me to use cloth nappies for my new baby oh. that you wash and reuse. Should I just use Huggies? Yes or no? What about yes. you? I think she should definitely use cloth nappies, you know, uh, disposable oh, nappies. That takes six years. We bought a stack of cloth nappies and we never used them. I mean, I didn't use them either. <laughs> All right, guess what? That's the end or yes or no. Wait, how was it? But before we go, it's the moment of truth. Bill Shorten, possible next Prime Minister of Australia, has taken time out of his busy schedule to try to get me across the line for the Gold Logie this year. I've never been nominated. He's done a campaign, he's done an ad for me. Let's have a look at it before we go. Australia, it's time. Dave Hughes has devoted his life to the Logies. He's hosted the ceremony four years running. Welcome to Australian television's Night of Night. He's handed out over 15,000 individual awards. <laughs> bringing laughter and joy to millions of Australians. Isn't it time you gave something back? <laughs> I'm Bill Shorten, and I need you to vote for Dave Husey Hughes for this year's Logies. This is the guy you want. <laughs> Seriously, it's time for Husey to win a Logie. Guys, you've been an amazing crowd. I think you all, as an audience member, deserve a lot of yourself. But the, before we go, we need to thank Dylan Alcott, Kurt Fernley, Bill Shorten. How about Susie Yusuf, Art Barker, Kate McLennan? are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.